So hello and welcome everyone. Thank you for joining me today. And uh, today we've got an absolutely wonderful guest that I've been looking forward to speaking to for a long time. And we have a, a mutual friend as well. Um, so I think what's really lovely is, and I can't wait to hear more actually, is that I think there is definitely this real synergy that we all have around our belief in uh, in food, our understanding of what's going on inside, you know, inside our body. Um, and, and I can't actually wait to, to hear and learn more from you. Um, so today I have Nikki joining me. Nikki, thank you so much for joining me today. Oh, you're welcome, Mira. Really, really happy to be here. Um, tell, tell me a little bit. So before we kind of go anywhere at all, please, could you introduce yourself? Tell us what you do. Um, uh, tell us a little bit about you. Yeah, thank you. So I'm Nikki Williams. I'm a qualified nutritionist and hormone expert. I am the founder of Happy Hormones for Life. Um, we've been running for eight years now. With a, we've got a nice big team in, in our clinic and we help women through any kind of hormone health issues, but also that comes along with that. There are gut issues and all kinds of other health issues um, that affect women particularly. And, you know, that's our main market because I strongly believe that when women are at their best, everybody else flourishes so um, that's our main core focus and um, in that time I've written a book which is on Amazon it's it's not you it's your hormones which has been very well received um, and we run um, some online programs um, but but our, our real special speciality is in getting people properly tested because we believe that once we we can um, understand what's going on for you because every single woman is unique everyone has a unique hormone journey um, and you know it's not just a one size fits all program that's going to work for everybody. So when we do the speciality hormone testing, we have access to the best hormone tests in the world that are not your standard blood tests run by the GP. Um, we get a really good understanding of what's going on in your body. And that enables us to give um, personalized protocols that really, really help to get re really quick and effective results. So that's what we do. We specialize in that. I um, love talking about hormones. It's my passion. My passion is has always been women's health because I went through, uh, as always with these things, there's always a personal story. Absolutely. I went through my hormone imbalances in my early 40s and I'm now 55. So that's a long time ago now. But at the time, um, the word perimenopause didn't kind of exist. Um, no one knew anything about hormones. So trying to get some answers was really difficult. Um, for me, I was really lucky in that my dad was a hormone doctor in the oh, private wow. space. So but I didn't really know what that was until I had my own issues. And I was, you know, suffering from fatigue and brain fog and memory loss and irritability, low mood, anxiety, all those classic symptoms of perimenopause. But I didn't know that that was what was causing it. So I went, you know, through this awful time and, you know, my relationship suffered, my work suffered without knowing what was going on. And I kind of felt like there was just no help out there. And it wasn't until I really opened up to my dad that he said, uh, actually, Nick, you're, you're you're in perimenopause, and I didn't know what that meant. So he no. had to explain. He gave me the education on hormones that he should have got at school. And once I knew what was happening in my own body, it made so much sense that I was going through these issues, um, and that you know, I, I, it wasn't depression because the doctor wanted to put me on an antidepressant, um, but it was actual hormone imbalances. And and he did a whole array of testing, which made me made my eyes just go whoa what is this this is amazing and um, I, I just got fascinated by hormones and, and what they do and how they affect us and how little we know um, so I went on a journey I went I gave up my very busy corporate career 
um, very well paid as well, um, to go back to college and learn more because I knew that for me, this was, this was my future. This is, this was me, you know, not only learning for myself, but being able to share this knowledge with so many other women that were struggling. Yeah. It's, um, such a lovely story. And as you said, there's usually always a why there's usually always something that drives us to do what we're doing you know um and and a lot of the women well most of the people that I speak to there's a very strong kind of why and a a real need to share um their experience but also make it a different experience for others and I think that is that's really what you know I think what we're all trying to do is by raising awareness and um you know your story that you your your experiences your symptoms how you how you were feeling all of that now that I've also, you know, working with so many clients, listening to so many stories, it's just the same story again and again. And and it doesn't kind of seem to matter about your demographics. It doesn't seem to matter, you know, any of that, but it just is the same story again and again, you know, that the the antidepressants being prescribed and and all of that. Um, And I think, it's actually really wonderful that we are all working together to try. And there's a huge number of people now that we're coming across who are really trying hard to work towards giving women that education that they need and, and providing them with factual information as you, as you, you know, as you're kind of trying to do. I do get asked a lot of times about um, hormone testing. So I think that would be a really good one to kind of just knuckle down into a little bit more. So I'll tell you the um, situations and scenarios that I get asked all the time, and I and hopefully that'll be the sort of questions that the, that the, our audience would be um, would need answering. Um, so I get a lot of women who will say to me, um, "I've had a blood test from my GP, and it's showing nothing." And so they're saying, "I'm not in perimenopause," and um, but I know because I'm getting all these symptoms, so something's wrong. So that's number one. Uh, the next thing you you'll get told is, um, oh, but there are loads of these over the counter hormone tests and things like that. What do they do, and, and can I use some of those? And and then another one is um, the um, the Dutch test. You know, what does it do? Um, do I need to even take it? Will it make an awful lot of difference whether I do invest in that? Can I just work through it without taking that? Is there a need for it? So I know those are three kind of quite but I'm sure they're very common questions because I know I, I feel those all the time. So it'd be really lovely, Nikki, if you could just kind of answer, navigate through those for me, it'd be lovely. Yeah, no. So question one was, remind me. <laughs> so question one was about a blood test. So yeah. um, a lot of yeah. people go to their yeah. GP and yeah. they're usually yeah. in their perimenopausal stage. Um, so yeah. they're usually in the early 40s and they'll go and they'll say, well, I'm just waiting for the blood test from my GP to tell me yeah. that I'm in perimenopause. Yeah. And I yeah. usually have a bit of a splurge after that to say, blah, 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 but it'd be great to hear it from you. <laughs> okay. So there are lots of things uh, that um, I want to say on this because I get women saying to me, um, I've asked my doctor to test me um, and they either won't test you. They, they'll either tell you that there's no point testing you, hormones fluctuate yeah. blah, blah, and blood tests are not going to give us much at all. Um, so we're, we're not going to do it or it's your age and we don't do tests for certain ages. Um, or they will test you and they'll say, uh, yes or no, you're in perimenopause. What they're looking at is FSH and LH. These are your pre-hormones for estrogen and progesterone. So when those are raised, 
um, it often means the body's struggling to produce estrogen. That's all it means. It doesn't tell you anything else. So to get those tests done for me is absolutely a waste of time. You know, um, for me, every woman over 40 is in perimenopause, whether she likes it or not, pretty much, unless you've had an early uh, menopause and you've, you've, you've gone through it early. You're in perimenopause, whether, you know, you've got a raised LH or FSH or not. And so, and even getting those test results back is, well, what are you going to do with that? You're in perimenopause, tick. Big, big deal. We all know that going through our 40s, we're in that stage. That doesn't tell you anything. It doesn't tell you what you should do. It doesn't tell you which hormones are out of balance. It doesn't give you any information at all. So don't bother having that test, please. It's just a waste. So the other thing um, that you may get offered is an estrogen test. Um, very rare again. But again, it's pretty um, uh unhelpful the reason being that it's a blood test so a blood test is just a snapshot of what estradiol as well there's only one estrogen that they test we've got three in our bodies the estradiol that's in that blood at that particular moment on that particular day of that particular time of month it doesn't actually tell you anything so um very unhelpful blood tests right so number one so don't bother agreed <laughs> unless you're having a whole load of other blood tests yeah. that you can you know and, and you're on maybe if you're on hrt and you want to see what your estrogen levels are or progesterone but very um not particularly helpful no okay so if you can't get blood tests don't worry because actually they're not going to give you much i think nikki as well i mean, totally agree with what you said absolutely i think the only thing that i have found that that when what gps seem to be doing now um is saying right let's get you a blood test so some a lot of the women that i'm seeing and who are coming to me are saying they're getting blood tests done but actually it seems to be because what the gps want to do is eliminate other symptoms so you know that's what they seem to be doing so eliminating things like oh right you know thyroid issues or any oh, other blood tests are, no 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 don't get me wrong yeah blood tests are really really important yes but, but not, not for, for yes sex hormones. exactly no. you want to get your blood tests for thyroid hormones for nutrient levels yes for iron, for yes white and red blood cells yeah liver function all of that stuff is really really important so no please don't get me wrong don't do do to get blood tests but they're not they're not going to yeah. FSH and LH test, not, not worth it. No, right. absolutely agree. So it doesn't tell you, it doesn't do any good for actually learning about menopause, perimenopause, or, or anything like that. Do. It's not really helpful. Exactly. Yeah. So question number two was? Um, question number two, I can't remember now as well. I need to write these things down, Nikki. This is hysterical. Uh, the question, <laughs> uh, so I think the first one we, sorry, first one was about the blood test. And the second one, um, I think was, um, well, I mean, we can jump to it. I think the second one, if we can sort of just go into, um, oh, over-the-counter stuff. So there's over-the-counter yes. Yes, over things. You know, people so, say, oh, I buy this, buy that. Over-the-counter hormone tests are usually exactly the same as that. They're FSH and LH testing. So they've, they've marketed now that some doctors won't do this. Um, so they're selling a, a bog-standard, um, are you in perimenopause test? Um, complete waste of money. Uh, don't bother because for the same reasons I said, you know, don't bother with your doctor's one. Now, there are some over-the-counter blood tests that um, you can get that are finger prick tests for things like thyroid, for nutrient levels. Yes, they are helpful if you know what you're going to be doing with them. Yeah. So, yeah. obviously, you can get those tests done and then you need to go and see a practitioner and see yeah, you know, what, what they mean and if there's anything you need to do from that. So, there's yeah. no point. You're not going to have enough information on your own for, for that. No. No. Um, so that's the overcount of the thing. Hope that's uh, sorted. Perfect. Out. Absolutely great. I'm, I'm a and big then advocate. I think the last one was about the Dutch test, which is the du which is the test that we use. Perfect. So it is so. the best hormone test available today in the world by far. It is a urine test. It 
measures and that's why it's much better than a blood test because it measures what's going through the body the hormones not only the levels of your hormones but also how they're behaving in the body because by the time they get into the urine we've got a whole load of information on what's happening to those hormones so not only that um it it, it measures so it measures your estrogen all three of your estrogens which is very important to know about because yeah. if you're just looking at estradiol which is the main, main estrogen one. hormone yeah. You're not looking at how the body is is reacting to your declining estrogen or 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 not declining estrogen. So you have two other estrogens that have an impact on on how you feel. So yeah. we need to look at all three of them. Yeah, we are they also produced in slightly different. Sorry, they're also uh, produced in slightly different part. We produce them in different places. The different types of estrogen. yeah, we do, we do. So it, they have um, you know, the the consequences of those levels depending on what's what else is working, like your your fat cells and yeah, your adrenals. Exactly, so, stress levels, you know, there's, yeah. There's a, there's a picture that we get from those other two hormones that we can start to put that big jigsaw puzzle together. Yeah. We also look at how uh, the, those estrogens are being metabolized through the liver. This gives us extra information on how well you're detoxifying your estrogen. So a lot of clients will come to us with the classic estrogen dominant sim- symptoms like bloating and headaches and PMS and heavy periods and weight gain. And, you know, this estrogen dominance may not be because you've got a load of estrogen it may be that that it's not being detoxified properly or that your progesterone is so low that your estrogen is you're having a dominant effect so there's lots of reasons why we can have symptoms so we want to look at how that those hormones are being detoxified we can see that with progesterone as well and testosterone testosterone is a really interesting one as well it's one it's one of the hormones that decreases very rapidly as we age and it's so important not just for our sex drive but for our mental health our motivation our heart and our bones so we need a certain level of testosterone and that can deficiency can have certain impacts as well so we're looking at that we're also looking at adrenals uh your adrenal health so important that has a massive impact on everything else which is why we look at it it comes up first in the report and because the the test is four samples over 24 hours we get a really good picture a pattern Mm -hmm. of how your body is making cortisol making and metabolizing it and we get a lovely graph. You're supposed to have, you know, a nice high level in the morning to get wake you up and get you out of bed. And then it's supposed to drop off very, very gradually to the night when you're going to feel sleepy and tired. Now, for many women, we, we get tested and not, don't quite follow that pattern because obviously women at this stage are, are, are stressed and we have a busy life. And, you know, um, there was a client recently who really having trouble sleeping and we tried all the usual kind of sleep stuff and it wasn't really working. So we got her cortisol tested. And it was flat. It was the complete opposite. It was flat in the morning. She was, she yeah. was really struggling to get out of bed. Yeah. And then it sort of crept up gradually during the day. Yeah. Had a little dip in the afternoon. Yeah. And then it's like splurged in the evening. And it was completely the opposite way it should have been. And that's why she wasn't sleeping. So we may have, you know, she could have tried all the sleep supplements in the world. No. Would not have worked because her cortisol was sky high at night. Yeah. So, you know, these are things that we try. We, we're like detectives. We want to see yeah. okay, what's causing what. Yeah. What is the root cause? Because when we come to menopause, we're not just talking about estrogen no. and progesterone no. and testosterone. Yeah. We have over 100 hormones running around the body. And if any one of them are out of balance, they're all in this very orchestrated dance. Yeah. And, you know, they all are interconnected. Perfect, perfect balance. Yeah, 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 yeah. And when they're not in balance or when one's not in balance, it has an impact on the other. Absolutely. So we're not just, and that's the other thing with blood tests. 
um, is that you know, we, we don't want to just look at estrogen and progesterone. No. We want to look at all of them. Yeah. And, I, and I have my, I talk a lot about my feisty four hormones, which are kind of the four hormones that we need to be really in control of to feel good as we age and we get through menopause. And they are cortisol, cortisol, thyroid, insulin, and estrogen. Yeah. So those are the four yeah. big ones. Yeah. If we get those in balance, we've got a really good chance of sailing through menopause yeah. and, and beyond. Yeah. If they're not in balance, they're going to affect each other and we're going to have symptoms. Yeah. Absolutely. Yeah, yeah. It, it's so true. I mean, that's, that's brilliant. And it's so well explained. And, and thank you for doing that because you've really broken that right down and it's really understandable. Now, it is... Um, so again... Is there is there a um, a risk of it not being accurate? Is it because uh, again I've heard a, again some women saying to me, yeah, but you know it's because it, it's a private test, it's a private company that's doing it. You know their research is just their own. Um, you know they've not really it's not the, the, the Dutch test hasn't really got any valid research behind it or anything. Is is that true or is there is there research that can back it up or? There's tons of research that, that can back it up. Um, and also, you know, I would just say from eight years of clinical work that we have used it since it's not since eight years. I don't think it's quite that old, but at least for the last five years, we've been using it every single week um, uh, on hundreds of women. And absolutely, we would not be without it. So yeah. I would recommend it to the hill. You know, based on actual clinical evidence, I haven't got written studies. I haven't got clinical no. trials, but but from what we've able what we were able to to um uh, to look at and investigate from the dutch test it, it's well worth it we, yeah. we get results that we would never have got no. had we not done that no test. and you know simple things like um it measures your melatonin yeah like, okay another reason people aren't sleeping yeah, is the melatonin absolutely, level absolutely let me work you know if you're not sleeping i want to look at your cortisol yeah i want to look at your estrogen progesterone balance I want to look at your thyroid, but I also want to look at certain nutrients that help you produce melatonin Absolutely. and the melatonin itself. So if we can work out, okay, which one of these things might be causing your sleep issues as well as your diet and your lifestyle and all of that stuff and stress, we look at that too. But in the testing, we can rule out things like simple low melatonin. We can rule out thyroid issues um, and we can rule out cortisol imbalances that yeah. may be causing that yeah. lack of sleep. So it's finding out what is the root cause. And yeah. this is what I talk about all the time. Yeah. It's so important yeah. because you can you can waste months and years sometimes and money on supplements and this, that and the other. If you invest in the Dutch test, you're going to you're going to save all that money that you're you spending are. on experimenting with what might work. Yeah. But might, it might not be the yeah. actual cause for you because every single cause is going to be different for different women. And I think, you know, the, 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 again, thank you for sharing that information. And, and for me, I am a total, complete advocate for getting women and people, individuals to understand that in order to live optimally, there are so many different factors that are involved. And actually, you we we can be very specific and very precise about what your needs are. And that whole thing of, uh, as Juliana will, will often, you know, our, our friend Juliana will often say that green pharmacy thing, you know, we both absolutely, I think we all probably really hate it um, because it is, well, so-and-so is taking vitamin C, so I will, and so-and-so is taking, actually, just hold on a minute. You've got no clue what you're taking. And I think the beauty behind what I, we are all, and you're saying, I'm saying, is that you can be really specific. You can be really precise about what you need and you can really manage all those symptoms in a really scientific way. And again, you know, you said about no the, the, the 
you've been using this test for, for five years or whatever it is that you've been using. You just, I think, mentioned five years. I've been doing, I've been running my program for two years now. And I, and I literally created the program by, by chance because some people had said to me, you look, you look like you've kind of overcome. You keep talking about you, not overcome it, but you seem to be managing your symptoms really well. Um, what have you done? And, and I was like, oh, this is not going to work for anybody. It's just working for me. Um, so when I created the program and these women were on it and I could see the changes, I was just like, oh, whoa, okay. So these are basic principles that help you to get to a point where from then you can start to step and start to be more specific and precise, right? Because you're almost in the beginning, you're just in, you're just kind of grappling at things. You're just holding on to anything and everything. But I try that. Yeah, I do this and I do that and I do this. Nothing's working. And you're like, okay, no, you need to stop. You need to kind of just really get around down to let's see what's going on in your body, which is exactly what you're saying. And then actually, from my point of view, and I suppose the next stage, the next sort of thing that we're going to perhaps have a chat about, which would be really good to have a chat about, is what do you do with it? So, you know, what do you do with that information? For someone like myself who works with diet, lifestyle, uh, so exercise, huge, that you know, doing exercising, uh, diet and lifestyle, food, absolutely huge way, um, huge part of the programs that we run, um, getting people to understand how food impacts their body. But it's interesting because, as you said, a lot most people, most people aren't connected with their body in that way because their stress levels are so high, because they're running around and they're just so caught up in the whole thing. It's really, really difficult to connect. And I think that reconnection. So in a way, your Dutch test, the, not yours, but the Dutch test, to me, that information to me would be... Um, would literally just be life-changing because you can literally work specifically on those things is that kind of how you would use it absolutely you know it, it gives us a massive fast track into yeah. what's going on with someone you know we're nutritionists we will always work on diet lifestyle sleep stress all of that stuff and supplements but it, we're working in the dark when we're just looking at symptoms and history of somebody and sometimes women come to us when they've gone you know they've tried so many other things and they've tried all the things that they that work on their friends they've tried the doctor's route they've tried you know um articles by so and so and whatever goop or whatever it is <laughs> um god and they, no and they're not, well they're still not getting anywhere that's the thing so the general approach um has works to a certain extent we all need to yes obviously you know follow a healthy diet and do all the things that we're supposed to be doing um but you know i get so many so many of our clients say i'm trying everything i've done everything i'm eating really well i'm exercising i'm doing everything and um they're not um getting anywhere no. so that is where the testing can come in and of course it's not affordable for everybody it is on the private market i wish it was available on the nhs although you know they, they wouldn't really know what they were dealing with because it's, it's very very complex um and you need to know, you know, how to read it um, and what to do with that information, which, you know, often I, I've done. I do the Dutch test on myself every single year because I want to know because my, my hormones are changing every year. You know, they're not set in stone. We we evolve. Our bodies change through the through the years. And I want to make sure, you know, my mum's got osteoporosis. I've gone through the menopause. I'm post menopause now. I want to make sure my estrogen's good. I want to make sure I've got some testosterone and progesterone going on because they're so important for, for protecting you against future disease uh, and letting you feel good as well um so i i'm i get tested every year but i'm in the privileged position of being able to do that and i know that not everybody can do that 
but again if you can invest in anything obviously your health is one of the first things yeah that, it is that you I mean, as you get older because you're not going to be able to do anything you, as no, you're older if you, no if you I, don't do that you know I know that that's not um something that everybody can do at the moment but um if you can that's where be, I'd be putting yeah, my money yeah I, sort of got, I think just one one more point uh Nikki which is you know the thing you touch on and I think that what you work with, what I like working with is that specificity. And I think that's, that's the key, isn't it? It's getting women and people, but women, we're talking about menopause, we're talking about women, we're talking about hormones, but getting women to understand that whether they choose to do, um, whether they choose to go, sorry, that's the dog, dog going on, whether they choose to go on to HRT or not go on to HRT or whatever it is, it doesn't really matter because even if they do that, they're still going to have to figure out, and it's hit and miss, you know, do I need more progesterone? Do I need more estrogen? Do I need a little bit of testosterone thrown in the mix? Do I need a combination? And they're still having to figure it out where I think what, what we're trying to say and advocate is uh, the specificity of it all, including the prescription for a healthy diet and lifestyle. So as an example, and I think, you know, I'm hoping that this is kind of the stuff that you're test will be able to help uh, other women and people like myself who are delivering programs like this for women um, to be able to say actually for you it really helps doing strength training but actually stressing your body out and doing runs you know 20k runs is actually completely destroying your body and actually doing a bit of yoga before bed a meditation and yoga before bed actually is going to help bring those cortisol levels down also eating eating a good amount of protein and, and, and good quality protein. And then also having really good quality fats is going to help. And maybe in the evening, having making sure you're not hungry before you go to bed and having those kind are not obviously things like alcohol, caffeine and stuff, but having, again, you know, there's, so, so example for, I mean, I, you know, we, we talk about this quite a lot and I did a post on it um, about coffee and caffeine. Now, actually I can tolerate a certain amount of caffeine. I'm, I'm okay having caffeine after one o'clock but a lot of women and a lot of people aren't so we're all very very individual and just understanding that there is that we are unique and Mm. that our body processes things uniquely and I think that's what I'm getting uh the message that I'm getting quite kind of loud and clear about about testing and obviously it isn't an option for everybody and I do say this to people you know as if if it's the, the the cascading effect of doing something investing in something like the dutch test or investing in something like our lifestyle choices our health eating the right way all of those things that effect that ripple effect and that case cascading effect impacts everything and everyone around that individual doesn't it yeah yeah it absolutely does and what I, you know, what we found um, through doing not just Dutch testing, we do gut testing, we do DNA testing. It, it all, it's all a picture. It's all like depending on your symptoms and history, what you actually need for you. Um, we, the more information we gather, what's going on inside, the, the just the quicker the results, because we can then use that information to actually prioritize where we need to start. So if it's your gut, um, you're having hormone, you know, you're going through menopause, but you've got digestive issues. I'm going to go straight to the gut because that is probably going to be causing more fluctuations with your hormones than if you didn't have these gut issues. So if we can resolve the gut problems and really heal that gut and work out what's going on. So we look at in the gut, we're looking at inflammation factors. We're looking at 
different, uh, your whole microbiome and seeing if you've got any underlying bacterial yeast or viral infections. And we're looking at parasites and um, enzyme status and everything. So we can tell how well your gut's functioning. And if it needs work, that's where we're going to start. Yeah. So, you know, we're not even going to look at the menopause stuff until we've got the gut sorted out. Or it could be nutrients in the blood or thyroid issues. So, you know, if you're low in B12, for instance, you're going to feel absolutely terrible. And that could be the only thing wrong with you. But you're never going to know without looking at testing. So we, you know, we could, as if we didn't do this testing, we were just working on general health. Yes, we could make certain progress. Absolutely. But I do find most people know what they're meant to be eating. You know, we can tweak it. We know they know kind of, you know, how much they should be moving and all that stuff. So it's not just um, that, you know, we with that extra information, we can allow that to be to be the, the you know so personalized that we can wipe out that general stuff yes. and really go to yeah. the actual problem yeah, yeah, yeah. that's causing your symptoms. Yeah. So much quicker, so much more effective. I mean, I'll um, give you a quick example, Nikki, because I've, I've had the DNA testing done with, I, I did it with Juliana and, and um, I, I just cannot tell you how useful it was. Um, it, it just literally is now in my mind, I know exactly what I need to do, how I need to do it, it really helps. So, as an example, I went for my, uh, I went for a, uh, for a blood test um, uh, with Philip Kingsley, who I use for hair loss and stuff. So, trichologists, they're brilliant. They do a blood test annually, and it's great. Um, so, I always send the results over to Juliana uh, to have a look at them, and, and it would be the same for yourself. You know, somebody would send it over to you. So, as a functional nutritionist, you look through it. Recommendation was for me to take some folic acid or some folate. You know. Juliana and so straight away I went and they 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 gave me their recommendation I just went straight to Juliana because she knows my DNA now she understands what my body's going on and and we well, I have an issue with methylation right so she instantly went because Harry my husband is a pharmacist he was like yeah yeah I'll get you those it's fine I can get them I said no 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 hold on I need to know what my body can process and digest because actually I have an issue with digesting I have an issue with that you know, I'm only operating at 70%. So I really need to work this out. She messaged back and went, right, because of this, 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 you need to take this instead of this, because this is going to help you. And I was like, fantastic, done. So rather than having taken something that would have actually caused my body more stress, because it wouldn't have been able to use it, I was able to go straight to the thing I needed. It's a little bit more expensive, but actually, it will be more effective in the long run. And it's, for you, for me, for we feel like it's a complete no-brainer. But sharing this information today with our audience, I'm really hoping that you've you've answered so many of the questions that I get asked, and it's really lovely that we we were able to hopefully get women to understand a little bit more about what's going on. Um, and and you know you're doing amazing work, so it's absolutely for me. I think, as I said, there is no better investment for me than in my health. Um, I've now just become a grandma and I'm in the gym lifting weights and I'm doing this, I'm doing that, I'm running around all over. And actually it's really interesting. I'm lifting weights and I'm thinking, yeah, you know, the other day, yesterday, my trainer said, oh, your, your biceps are looking good. And I said, yeah, because I'm holding him for three hours, you know, or whatever. So, you know, they're gonna, <laughs> so it, it's just like, I don't want to be, I, I want to change the perception of what old age is, 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 is. Yeah. what society yeah. gives us old ages and and you know if you look at yourself um you know and you're looking at me I mean you know we we are not what you would perceive anymore as women going through their menopause and I think that's what needs to change um Nikki it's been just such a pleasure talking to you I've absolutely loved it I do have we always ask 
our um, our guests just to share something with us, and that is just some something that there that you cherish, something that you do, you practice that you would really um, we wouldn't mind sharing with our audience, and 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 you know just something that you feel that they may be able to learn from or do or or, or something like that. Would you mind sharing something with us? Uh, not at all, not at all. Um, the first thing that comes to mind is just um, having a sort of daily ritual because we you know, we talk about stress a lot and the stress impact. I cannot overemphasize how stress really messes you up, not just your hormones, but your brain, your overall immunity, everything. So it's so important. And as women, um, we don't look after ourselves properly. As we know, we, you know we're, we're always at the end of the list. So if you can carve out like just 10 minutes a day, my 10 minutes a day, are in the morning before I just get up I go straight down to my mat I don't do a full yoga class I do stretching because I know if I I'm really stiff when I get out of bed I'm you know I'm 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 getting stiffer every year so it has to happen for me otherwise I'm I'm at risk of doing my back I've got a terrible back so I've got to do that stretching in the morning and for me my little 10 minutes of just easing out those wrinkles of stretching the stiff joints and then I just do and not always meditate, but I can just sit at the end of that and just have a quiet moment to myself. Sometimes I do some breath work. Sometimes I just listen to a guided mindfulness thing or sometimes I just sit there and don't do anything. I just stare out into the garden and kind of stroke my cat. I find that quite therapeutic. But those that little bit of time carved out, honestly, it sets me up for my day. It makes me feel more nimble, nimble and what's the, what's the word? But flexible, flexible, I guess. Flexible, yeah. Um, and it just, um, it, it's not just the body that, that benefits from that. It's my mind. Yeah. It's my brain. It makes me clearer and more focused. So yeah. I, I just love my little uh, me time in the morning. Yeah. And if you can, it doesn't have to be in the morning, but if you can just get 10 to 20 minutes of me time every single day, whenever it works for you, and make it a non-negotiable. Make it so that nothing will get in the way of that. Nothing. And I mean it because this is the, this is so important uh, not only for your health, but for everybody around you. You're going to be a better person to look after people around you if you do this for yourself. Yeah, so I couldn't agree more. Um, and, and it is a really valuable tip. And it is one which, what I what I love about this is it's one which it has been said so many times by so many of our guests. You begin to understand the gravity of the importance of it because it's, you know, if I could tell it's just one person that said it, everyone has their own way. That's the other thing as well. Everyone has said something slightly different, but actually what this emphasizes, and if, if our listeners and our audience, and I know I know quite a lot of them will listen every to every every podcast, and actually if there's one thing that should be coming out and coming across is that every pretty much every single one of our guests has, has said something which um, either brings them joy or calm. And it's it's that bringing going moving away from what perhaps is stressful life and just bringing those stress levels down and enjoying those moments of just being. Um, and it doesn't have to be anything fancy in any way, shape, or form. Yeah, that's no. absolutely it cost wonderful. Either. Yeah, it cost no, no, Nikki, it's just been such a pleasure, pleasure, pleasure talking to you. Um, thank you so much for joining us. It's it's really been wonderful. Thank you so much. You're so welcome.